Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Training Camp for the Soul podcast. I am your host, Chris Marhefka, and this podcast was created to help you discover the root of your frustrations, heal your inner child, and help you break through your own barriers so that you can create more ease in every area of your life. Join me, along with the founder of Training Camp for the Soul, Anat Perry, as we provide proven tools to a more fulfilling life. We'll also be interviewing guest experts and also thriving clients who have been right where you are today. If you are looking to awaken your aliveness, deeply connect with your true heart's mission, repattern your old habits, and become the best version of you, then this show is for you. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Training Camp for the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Chris Marhefka, and I'm here with Matt Shiver. Hey, buddy. How's it going, man? Awesome, man. Thanks for being on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So we, uh, we, we just started this podcast. This is going to be one of the first episodes that comes out, and in it, we're sharing the stories of our clients, uh, the successes, the challenges, the shifts and changes in your life, and, and really what looks different now um, as a result of doing this work and over this time period of transformation. So ready to dive in? I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> awesome. So let's, uh, let's start out just uh, by, by telling people when you, I guess, when you heard about Training Camp for the Soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I first came from the strong coach community. Mm-hmm. So I was working with Mike. And the first time I heard about it was from someone who was going through it. Actually, I think I saw you on a call. Yeah, we're on like a mastermind call. And I was like, Oh, there's Chris. I'm like, who's Chris? He's got really nice hair. You know? <laughs> yeah, accurate, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I was just really curious. And I noticed that some of the people who were going through the program that I was going through had a lot of shifts and I could just see these shifts and they're all talking about them. I'm like, what is going on? Just like, you know, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't until I went to the strong coach retreat, we had a retreat mm-hmm. and the energy that I felt around the people. Mm. And I was like, well, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, I just got really curious. And I noticed that the energy of the people who I was around and attracted to had all gone through Mm. TCS. And um, yeah, they were just like, they were talking a lot about it and their experiences and like where they were before. And I saw so much of myself in their stories of where they were before. Mm. Mm. And uh, I was really excited by the idea of attracting that type of energy and, um, yeah, just where they were. I yeah, like, I really like that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to learn more. I'm very curious. <laughs> yeah, curious. Uh, what were um, what were some of like the qualities of that energy that like attracted you that you wanted to embody more of? Mm. Uh, openness, for sure. Openness, calmness, confidence. Mm-hmm. And say with the big three. Um, cause going into strong coach, I was looking for business support. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. We all <laughs> like, want it. Like, what's the I need tool? Money. Yeah. What's, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and then you get there and you're like oh the reason i don't have money is because i'm not showing up for myself and i'm i'm like i'm coming from this place of limitation and like constriction and then seeing how open everybody else was they were attracting it they were attracting opportunity they were attracting like wealth or it was like man I want to work with you just because you're so cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I know that story so deeply. I spent eight years in like the, I need more business stage mm -hmm. and just like cycling through the same limiting bullshit that kept coming up and up and up. And um, yeah, it's like, I always say it's like tactics and tools and strategies are useful, but they're usually, it's like a lot of work. And if you don't do the, the stuff, like stuff that you're in the way of first, it's like pushing a weighted sled uphill. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> and there's such an easier way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's oftentimes getting out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so you, so you heard about it there and, and, um, you, you came across some people that uh, really attracted you to it. Um, what were what were you going through in your life that was like your intention for for coming into training camp? Really, it was just uh, it was learning. Like I hadn't I actually had no expectations at all. I was like uh, I talked to I asked Mike. I'd asked some people who'd gone through it. I was like I really want to get better at story work and coaching, mm -hmm. and they all recommended. Hey, you should go do this first before doing any like of Mark Mark stuff yeah. mm -hmm. uh, with, with story work. It's like you need to you need to tend your own weeds. And I was like, Psh, I don't have any weeds. Yeah. About, bro? Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm like, good. I'll go, but like it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna do this and then I'll do the next thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh yeah, it was definitely the easiest, easiest thing I ever signed up for. It's mm. like, yeah, just send me the link and boom, I just did it yeah. right then and there. Cause it just felt like it was the the right time and uh yeah, it was, it was easy. Mm, mm. So yeah, I went into it, not with like this, this thing of like, I want to change this. I was uh -huh. like, I'm here to learn yeah. and surround myself with people that are really similar to the people who are in the retreat, yeah. who are open and expansive. Mm -hmm. So if anything, I'd say it was, it was, I was attracted towards that expansiveness yeah. and that's why I signed up. And you just uh, explained actually a, a bit of a rarity in, in growth is being attracted to what you want rather than avoiding the pain of what you don't want, which is how a lot of people find our work, to be honest, is there's a, there's like a deep pain in their life that they are aware of and they want less of that pain. But honestly, um, my belief is that we can train ourselves to do what you did there and just go towards the pleasure, go towards what you want. And it's like so much gentler and so much easier. And, um, but I think initially people have to get to it whatever way they get to it, right? It's like either way works. You're going to go to the same place, address your shit, and mm -hmm. um, come out better on the other side. So um, so in the process, so um, when did you do uh, the 90-day? Then when did you do the retreat? Yeah, so I did the 90-day last October. And then because of the holidays, I think we finished around February. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So February of 2021. Mm -hmm. So when we finished and then... I had like a month or two before doing the in-person retreat uh -huh. in April, April of 2021. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so what was your experience in the, the 90 day first? Mm. Oh man, that was really, 
it was it was a very big experience yeah like just a lot of shifts changed it and again i went into this one like i don't really know what, oh, what, what this is about I'm, I'm here to learn i'm here to be around cool people and you know i still had that like oh i'm, I'm good i don't need this like uh -huh. for the first two weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> the first two weeks and then i remember i started doing some goal setting started doing some of the daily stuff and things started to come up like yeah oh i'm not uh, i do have something <laughs> yeah. to work on <laughs> Uh, -huh. uh so yeah um what was the question <laughs> yeah like what was your like what was your experience and you're you're definitely going into it this yeah, is yeah, common yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone's like oh, yeah, good for a little bit oh they've got bigger problems let them do it and then like a couple weeks in you're like oh shit <laughs> that was me too <laughs> yeah uh I, I mean probably the, just the amount of time the, what i first noticed was that i wasn't carving enough time out for myself in the mm, day mm -hmm. so by having like we started we and i strongly encouraged having a morning and evening routine i was like okay cool and as i started carving out that time and doing the the work the modules mm -hmm. all the things and really putting myself first it actually gave me so much more clarity on what it is that i wanted mm. um, because i hadn't spent that much time with myself it's like oh, you know, yeah. what i thought was myself was i'm gonna go to the gym and train hard you know uh, like yeah <laughs> yeah this is for me i'm like no this is just because i want to look a certain way so other people perceive me this yeah way. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. just like this is my self-care time no it's like my self-tortured time yeah it's okay you know <laughs> yep <laughs> oh yeah uh, so yeah just like getting really uh, curious and clear on what my future was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And I'm still developing that now. Yeah, it's for sure. Still, it's been, it's been about a year and new things come up all the time. And yeah. that's so cool. And yeah. stuff in the past, I used to be like, why don't I know this stuff? Ah! Yeah. And uh -huh. uh, the, that was one thing that the program uh, like unveiled to me was that I have a very structured and rigid pattern mm -hmm. that I had a tendency to run that pattern yeah. in times of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that that structure was limiting my personal life. Mm. And in business, sure, I was like, man, look how much we're scaling. We're doing so good. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still not happy though. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to be able to acknowledge uh, and, and just grow so much awareness mm. around what are the patterns like subconsciously that I'm running mm -hmm. on the background all day, every day, and learning the tools on how to change those mm -hmm. was by far the most powerful thing I learned from that experience. Yeah, that's that's a like perfect, perfect way to put it, to be honest. And um, it's I, 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 I've been really intending to dispel this like uh, this rumor of healing that it's just like a switch that you flip. You do this one thing and you switch the flip from from problem to fixed or from broken to healed and no one's ever broken and no one's ever truly healed. It's just this, um, you get a much more aware of like, Hey, this is happening. And then I've noticed from you and from so many people that do this program, like you said, there's just like a lightness to it. They're like, Oh, cool. There's that thing again. And, uh, awesome. I know how to deal with this. And, this is just being a human. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like beating yourself up over it, like, I thought I worked through this already. Uh -huh. I've, I've seen so many therapists. I've done so many sessions. I've pet so many dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, no, it's, it's just, there, there are times it's going to come up and uh -huh. there'll be beliefs that you thought you worked through that you just 
mm-hmm. just got a little bit layered deeper or, or saw it from a different angle and you're like mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna address it with the tools i've got yeah. from a different angle and it's mm-hmm. gonna help me mm-hmm. yeah I, I like to think of it like it's so uh, it is sometimes hard to measure these things like this like change in who you are this energetic difference Um, but I like to think of it as uh, like a volume controller and it's like when this thing shows up and I get triggered before it was a 10 and it like took over my whole life now it's like one or two and that one or two is just like okay cool like I'll take a couple minutes and feel that and then my day is back on track my life is back in intention as opposed to getting scooped up swept up and taken for a ride mm. i remember like in, in my old life like something would happen and that energy would carry with me for weeks or months even like someone on my team would do something and i would just carry this little like resentment towards them or this like frustration same thing in my relationship it was like I was just constantly carrying this baggage in every, every day. And now it's just like, Oh, clear the baggage, clear again. Cool. <laughs> that brings up two things for me. One is uh, physical pain or discomfort. Mm-hmm. I noticed, and I had known this, I was like, man, my low back gets, is always really tight. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, it's weird. It's when I'm around like social, like in a big group of people or social settings, it comes on more than other times mm-hmm. or if I'm doing a speech or something like that. Great awareness, yeah. And uh, that was really fascinating to like really dive into in the program because uh, there are certain times in hot seats mm-hmm. that my low back would just go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, this is really interesting. <laughs> and two, there was times like I remember during the program, I ended uh, uh, a relationship that was like going towards uh, the romantic side. And then mm-hmm. um, we decided to just be friends. And then when I did that, it was like, two or three days of just intense soreness and uh it was almost like a a relief type soreness Mm -hmm. and i just was so fascinated it was like man this my low back which i've been seeing as like uh, like a hindrance like this is not good Uh now i see it as like the smoke signal or like this Uh warning sign it's like oh this is a blessing because anytime i'm in a situation that may be uh, I'm not in align, alignment with, or I'm, I'm being tested or maybe even triggered a little bit. It's, it's a sign mm-hmm. for me to check in. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was, that was a really cool reframe and something that you were talking, like said, like, like, yeah, made me think of that. So yeah, that was a really cool experience. Yeah, dude, that, that is a gift to have, like, and, and to get that from this program is like almost like an understated gift is to be in this place where you can listen to your body as signals for what's happening in your life. And it, it feels the way I like to explain it is like, if we, if we were to cut our finger, there would be like a sensation of pain, like, ouch, I just cut my finger. And what, at least my belief around it is like that signal of pain is just telling the whole body system, like, Hey, let's send our attention to this spot because it needs to be healed. And so when things come up in our body, our body's literally saying, Hey, let's send our attention to this thing that's in our lower back. Let's pay attention to this thing. Um, and the paying attention part is, is, of course we go a lot, a lot more layers deep than it's just your back. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, 
when is this coming up? Like, what's the thought? What's the belief that's showing up when this is arising? Are you, are you aware, uh, or if you want to share, like, what were some of the, the beliefs that were coming up when that, when that back would seize up? Mm. Yeah, a lot of it would be around, uh, like, how I'm being perceived by others. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so I had a limiting belief that I've, I, I've, I've been working through. I did a lot of work at the retreat on it. And then uh, recently it came up again. Like we're talking about like sometimes it comes up and I got some support around it last week was that I have to be successful to be loved. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one of like, oh, I gotta be successful. People have to think I'm successful. So the social settings when I'm around a group of people and I'm being conscious of like, how am I being perceived right now? Uh, yeah. Is when mm-hmm. I would notice that tightness, mm-hmm. especially in like, Oh man, the, the, the one that I remember I came into one of the small group calls with was like, every time I'm in like a suit and I'm about to do dance at like a wedding, I was like, I feel really uncomfortable. And like, I have to like go get space because oh, yeah. I'm like, I feel safe here. Mm-hmm. And like, um, a lot of it was just perception of others. Like, do I look good in this suit? Mm-hmm. Do I like silly yeah. dancing right now? Mm-hmm. Are people going to think I'm weird? Yeah. That type of stuff. Man, you're speaking to like everyone right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people, most people. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And, um, and, and like, what is new on the other side of that now? Yeah. I'd say I, I, in, in those settings, I do still notice sometimes being triggered and I'm okay. And I'm aware with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also can just like poke fun and laugh at it. Like, yes. oh, there it is again. It's yes. Like, oh, it's funny. Like, <laughs> all right, how can I be a little silly? And, uh-huh. and uh, for me, it's like, what are the small actions that I can take that are going to help support me with those? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's where like the integration comes mm-hmm. in. It's like, if I were to go uh, like just jump in, I think it would, it would be overwhelming for me. And mm-hmm. that's just knowing how I respond mm-hmm. and how can I create action in my life that will uh, allow me to, just like resistance training, build up to being able to do that. Yes. And yes, I remember during the program, one of my intentions was like, I'm going to do something new every, like, I did uh, like new once a week. And then mm-hmm. I pick it up to guitar, guitar lessons. I was like, hell yeah. You know what? Like, I'm not going to be good at this and I don't really care. I'm going to play and I don't care who listens to me. And that was like a way for me to like work into that. It's like, it's okay to be new at something and not good at it yet. Yes. And just embrace being new on yeah. that journey. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it like, that is so silly to like, even think that it would be possible for you to be as good as someone that's been playing their whole life. But like somewhere inside of us believes that I do. I mean, I picked up the guitar too, a couple of months, like a few months ago, and uh, I had the same thing with dancing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's like you said, I love the resistance training analogy because it's like, how much can I stretch myself in this moment? but not hurt myself like that type of level, like, mm-hmm. like put myself out there and then be like, Oh, this is great. And then maybe put yourself out there a little more, a little more, a little more. And then you're like, Oh, I'm fully fucking expressed right now. <laughs> and it feels amazing. Dude, I, I, we went to a concert <laughs> yeah. I was listening uh, last weekend and I was, I was loving your dance moves. Oh, you thank were, you. You were just so present and in it. And I was like, Chris is, Chris is on it right now. I was like, Mike, look at Chris. He is crushing it. Right now. <laughs> Man, and, and I'll tell you, like, and uh, probably uh, Bryn would be the one you could ask about this, but like, I was the exact same way about like, so tight, 
so like tensed up and like it was such a stretch for me i was the guy at the weddings who would like sit at the until i was like pulled onto the dance floor like and even then it was resistant and i was so uncomfortable doing it and then just like gradually 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 and then being in spaces where i'm like oh nobody cares and not only do they not care they're like yeah full expression like weirder the better and um yeah and and i find that um for myself in like full expression it feels like the most at ease like when i'm like deep in presence dancing or deep in anything and i'm just fully authentically myself there's no energy of resistance it takes so much energy to resist ourselves and to like fight that part of ourselves when you feel you can just like go into it it just feels like the most ease my body feels like the most relaxed yeah i feel the most like in tune mm. yeah and say for me it's like uh we did this at retreat it was we just danced with our eyes closed or had blindfold yeah mm -hmm. that was that was really powerful it's like oh wow i can dance Mm -hmm. because i'm not looking at oh wow look at this person over there who's who used to be a dancer right uh -huh. like, yeah 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 to others, uh -huh. and you're like wow they dance really good i look silly right now you're like oh no and you close your eyes you're just like oh i'm just going I to look, music like, yeah I look good i'm sure i look so good right now I'm like, <laughs> yep. so great. Uh -huh. yeah i love it i love it um that's awesome man and um yeah it's like the more i i like dive into it the more and the more i support people in like this type of belief of like others will judge me everyone is so concerned with themselves like no one actually cares about like what you're doing and if if they do have a thought of like oh look at that guy it's because they feel so uncomfortable in themselves mm -hmm. and they're trying to like project that discomfort out so they don't have to feel it mm -hmm. and like that's all I, that's like what supported me along the process as well um yeah it's, a lot of it's being around supportive people like yeah i imagine like even now going to weddings around my high school friends that may uh be a little bit like different like yeah different yeah. than like where i where i'm at now it's like, yeah i feel way more comfortable dancing around you guys yeah like, you know what i mean uh -huh. like, where they want to go back i'm like i see that i feel that energy and i feel that uh judgment or like you said um like projection yeah mm -hmm. and i'm like Ooh, this this doesn't feel right like welcoming and warm mm -hmm. and and one of one of the the coolest things I'm, I'm sure you're already noticing it as well um probably in, in both directions at this point is like when someone shows up as like an example as a model as as like a shining light it gives others permission to do the same and so like, I'm sure in your travels and hanging out with people that have done this work, you, you've like seen someone and like that, them being themselves gives you more permission to be yourself. And I'm sure you've also been that for other people as well at this point. Mm -hmm. And so it works in both directions. Um, and so that's like a really, I think that's like a really cool understated part of this work is that like when you show up more as, of yourself, unconsciously you're like being the light and the permission for other people to do the same mm. well, i want to acknowledge you for that because i i definitely have looked at you as a light for a, a lot of different avenues of just how you show up so you definitely have been a light for me in the past and uh, you still are so thank you for that mm. thank you and you're welcome <laughs> appreciate that mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And, um, and I, I, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm really grateful for, for my path. And, um, I've obviously grown a lot in the almost three years. It'll be three years in January since I did TCS, but, um, um, I, I had the benefit of, I think, similar to you, of being around like-minded people who are supportive and loving and kind and um, encouraging to bring that out, especially during my first year after TCS, which was so pivotal. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's this past year after I finished TCS. You want to go after? We can go after now? Yeah, yeah let's yeah, go. Let's, let's, let's move. Yeah. Let's <laughs> after TCS, like what are my actions well, first off, I figured out how to get clear. And uh, that was a lot of that was through breath work. I had done some breath work at the Strong Coach Retreat. And um, where else did I do breath work? I mean, I think I did some like Wim Hof stuff on the, on the internet. Yeah. And uh, when I realized if I did this for like uh, longer than 10 minutes, if I did this for like 45 <laughs> minutes or an hour, I can get really clear. And uh, I did that towards the end. It was like right before... Yeah, right before January 1, I was like, oh, what am I going to do for 2021? And I did a long Brandon Powell style breath work and had a recording. And I went to an open field and just laid down a yoga mat. I didn't care who was around, but yeah. just, just did it. And, um, you know, what came up for me was like one word. And it was travel. Mm. Like, okay, cool. What's, what's the next step? Like, well, let's just ask somebody who's traveled before, like how they did it. And that was uh, Benjoy. Yeah. My friend Benjoy Walker at the time. And um, yeah, I reached out to him the next day, texted him, set up a call. And he started like filling me in. He's like, yeah, this is how I did it. I did this. I was like, well, what, what do I need for like a tent? Or he's like, what do I need? <laughs> and then by the end of the call, he's like, hey, man, like we're, we're going to be doing this again this year, starting in March. Do you just want to join us? Yeah, that'd be ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it just, it, it was cool because it, like, I wasn't looking for it. I just was like, all right, travel. Okay. What's the next thing? Okay. It was, it was, it was an easy progression instead of like, I've got to do everything I've got to create. I've got to do. And um, it was like, I was in the right state because I had done the breath work. I was clear. I knew what I wanted. I declared it, I kind of put it out there. And then uh, the universe just kind of like, Hey, here you go. Here's this opportunity. They're mm -hmm. traveling for six months. I'm like, it's oh, <laughs> a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like three months. We'll, we'll see. And I still still traveling. So yeah, it was very as a great year. I've I've had a lot of fun. I've integrated a lot by being around like-minded people and. Um, just like taking the next step that makes sense and logical. Yeah. I used to think so much I had to create to do anything. I had to create this. I got to build this. I got to scale this. And uh, I'm realizing more and more that most of all the, most of the opportunities, not all, but most of the opportunities I've had in business relationships that have been successful. I've been at the right place at the right time. Mm. And I was given an invitation. Yeah. It's like, Oh, cool. And then I also recognize the times I've tried to force things and create things and be like, this would be a great business idea. Let's do this. And you're like six months in, lost a few thousand dollars. You're like, why did we do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And more importantly, the time, time, the energy, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's so, it's so true. Like I, 
I think about like being in flow, like being in alignment as this, uh, the analogy of like a rushing river. And when you're, um, when you're swimming against it, you're literally trying to swim upstream of it. But like when you recognize the direction, like where you want to go, you just kind of pick your feet up. You just lean back and you're just like, yeah, this is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like that. Um, and then as soon as you like start to like drift off to the side, you don't feel the current as much you're like, Oh, getting a little off here. And you just kind of like paddle back out to the middle, pick your feet up and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's it, like the pendulum, right? You kind of go uh-huh. on different extremes. And I definitely still see myself going sometimes, especially with caffeine. Like if I have a lot of caffeine, I mm. notice that's one of my uh, triggers or it, it, I don't say it's a trigger, but it, it, uh, almost shortens the fuse at which which something would normally trigger me definitely yeah and um yeah if i have too much like i go back into that to create like almost in this place of scarcity of like yeah and i'll notice my low back it's tighter during this time so mm-hmm. um, my relationship with caffeine has definitely uh changed a lot this decaf over here beautiful yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah like um what was I, where was I going? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, I, I like to think about it as um, feeling both ends of the spectrum of like the doing nothing, mm-hmm. like just the being and then the, the doing. And in my perspective, my view, I think most people that are going to be listening to the show and that live in this country, in this world, uh, or that not in this world, in this um, type of culture mm-hmm. have so much of the go and the do and the force and it almost like needs a pretty big swing correction Mm -hmm. to the just being and just relaxing and slowing down and sometimes that means travel and um it's something that i don't know if intentionally or unintentionally has been like squeezed out of our culture Mm -hmm. but like when you go other places like it's common that before you become an adult, you do a walkabout and you spend a year traveling the world. And like in South America, like life is just slower there and they have this built into their, into their every day. Um, but like in this country, it's just like, it's just like work from the time, like you start working some, I started working at 11 years old and I just like worked what? nonstop. Yeah. is wild. And um, yeah. And it's, it, it's, it, I don't believe it's sustainable and it's definitely not enjoyable. No, it's unhealthy. And, yeah. I, and that's a, another place where I was before starting DCS was I was definitely, I was starting to, I acknowledged, I remember at the, retreat, the strong crush retreat that I acknowledged that I'm doing a lot more than all of these other people are. And they're still, they're doing, they're, I wouldn't say more successful, but they're, they're, they're living more fulfilling lives. And they're also, most of them are taking home more money too. I'm like, well, how come I thought I thought if I worked hard and more time, uh, time is money, right? No, time is not money. No. They're totally different energies, and yeah. I didn't realize that until until starting TCS and um, like some of my small group calls. A lot of my actions were, "Hey, you're not going to work until like 10 a.m." Okay, can you do 11 a.m. now? And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> man, this is really hard." And yeah. just that pull and draw that I had. And so I sometimes still still have with, with yeah. work and just knowing that it's there and I can challenge myself just like we're talking about lifting weights of, mm-hmm. okay, what about, can I extend this 30 minutes? And like, can I make my, my time of actually working less to where I can spend more time 
on myself or developing better relationships. Mm-hmm. And that was something else I got clear on, like during the program, it's like, you know, money's not going to be the thing that's going to change my life. Yeah. It's the tribe, the community, the partnerships that I can develop. And if I were to like look at my hours, none of that's going there. It's mm-hmm. all going to work yeah. and like learning more business. And it's like, this is not, there's more to life than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hit that. I hit that point real hard, that wall of there's more to life than business. And, um, you know, it's also just like, it's only one story. This like, like work your whole day to be sick. That's like one story. There's a lot of other stories out there and it's, it's a spectrum, right? And there's, there's seasons. I mean, I mean, the seasons for me after post TCS and I sold my businesses, I was like, I was not working at all. And, and now I, I definitely work a lot more and, and like really passionate about growing this company, but um, I still, it still feels like a bit of a, being conscious of it, consciously put time for myself, consciously put boundaries on my work time, like we were talking about earlier. And because um, I know that there's there's that little hint of a, 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 a belief that's still in there of like that, okay, work a little harder, make a little more, work a little harder, make a little more. And it's just this snowball that if you don't pay attention to it, it catches momentum and you, you lose yourself lose yourself in your days and your weeks and your months and your years. And, um, I think just the, like the constant, like awareness and like, Hey, where am I out of alignment? Like, where can I come back in? Mm. Where's the balance that I want to be living right now in this moment, in this season. Mm. Yeah. That's really, it resonates a lot with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also like, I say this all the time, but like this imaginary scoreboard and timeline that we're all working on is all bullshit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One of my mentors used to say, he's like, Chris, you're acting like you're on the show shop till you drop and you're just running through the store, throwing as much stuff into this shopping cart. You don't even know what you're getting. And he's like, you're the one holding the stopwatch. You can just set it down. Mm. And and not only that, like you have the power, like almost as if you had an iPad, you could order anything on the planet delivered to you instantly. He's like, but you're rushing around doing all this work. And he's like, you don't have to. Mm. If you just stop, you you can realize that. <laughs> it's just, it's been programmed like the, the American dream. Mm-hmm. And you've got like people like, you know, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. But like that, the message that he teaches, mm-hmm. or even like Gary V. Eleven too. There's certain people that need that message, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that need the other end of the message. Yeah. It's 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 just like weightlifting. And if I'm giving someone a cue, like maybe they're coming up on their toes, I'm like, get in your heels. Really, I want them to be in the middle of their foot. Right. Mm-hmm. right? But when you give them that cue, it allows them to shift their weight back. Yep. And then the same thing goes for someone's on their heels. Hey, go, go to your toes. Mm-hmm. They're going to go somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's kind of how I see yeah. uh, the messaging and who should be applied for. It's like, everybody's going to respond differently based off of where they're at and where they want to be. Yeah. And I find that a lot of people though are in that, like work hard and like, if you tell them to work less or like, don't work at all, they're still going to work somewhere. Yeah. In yeah. The uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's like, um, it, 
all these different stories, all these different models, they, they all can work for certain people. And so that's why I say is like, when you're looking to model your life and you're looking for models is find the ones that resonate with you. So if you're modeling your life after someone who works a hundred hours a week, guess what you're going to be doing working a hundred hours a week. Um, or if you want to model like what it means to be a good parent, like find the ones that you actually are attracted to, not just mm-hmm. anyone. Um, and then, um, and then also like what I find interesting is about like some of those stories of like Arnold and Gary Vee and all that is, uh, uh, a lot of them, I can actually see the, the ancestral uh, patterns in people like that. Uh, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's, he's an immigrant and like, that's like deeply ingrained. I actually had to overcome that too. I come from immigrant, not too many generations ago. And so that story of just like work hard, like manual labor type stuff, like you just work hard and put it all out there and just like nonstop, nonstop. But the question is like, okay, great. That's a great lesson to learn until when, until you die. Maybe, Mm. maybe that served like our grandparents that like, like absolutely thought they needed to, but like when, and I noticed actually, I don't, I don't follow him so much, but I actually have some friends that work closely with him and Gary V is swinging a lot more to this like life fulfillment side. Good. Yeah. And, and I imagine behind the screen even more so too. So yeah, don't always be, uh, uh, in in, like consumed by what people personally put out there is their, their message, their brand, their business. You're right. Yeah. Build a brand or business. It's challenging to, uh, (laughs) to not put out the message that the followers want. Yeah. The shareholders want whatever. Yeah. 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 So we got off on so many awesome, awesome (laughs) tangents there. Um, Let's, let's, let's bring it back to your story. And um, what were some of the other, other shifts uh, post TCS? Mm. Uh, A big, another big shift for me was not uh, using negation, but being patient and, and waiting for the right timing instead of, it kind of goes back to trying to create, but I would uh, always thought I had to have the answer and that I was on this timeline and um, the ability to to be like, hey, I'm going to do this when I'm in a place that it's like a hell yes. It's a hell yes or it's a hell no. And uh, I think Benjoy had shared that with me at some point. And then I truly got it more when I was going through TCS. And that was a lot with relationships. And during the program, like I said, I ended a relationship and um, even like business-wise, I started to, um, yeah, I started to, to make changes there as well like during the program of like, okay, what do I want? I don't need to know right now. Like I, but I know it and I know it, it, it might not be this. Okay, cool. So that was a, a big shift with, with things was just like, was what is alignment feeling into alignment and listening to my body instead of, uh, the anal- and I, I mean, I listen to my brain too, but it's like leading from my heart, leading from my body, and then knowing that, okay, that's the direction, then using the brain of how can I fulfill and, and, yeah. and step into that. And if the body isn't giving this, like, hell yes, like you need to do this, just be patient, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And um, the more you practice that, 
the patience, the more space you have, the more clarity. So again, it snowballs in that direction too. Mm -hmm. It allows you to detach more. The more patient you are, the more you start to see, oh, I waited a little bit. Now this showed up. Okay, cool. Does that feel clear? And then you just, it's more of, uh, it feels like you're observing and then choosing when you want to interact with life. And then you're observing and then choosing when you want to interact. So I th the way I think about it is it's like this zooming in and zooming out. And the vision casting is like, how far can I actually zoom out? Mm -hmm. I'm still always zooming out from myself. And so there is still some like tethers to like where I am now and what I believe I can do. So it's like, how much can I practice zooming, 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 zooming out? So the farther I get away, the less attached I am to the person I am today. Because like vision has nothing to do with where you're at today zero mm -hmm. but it's so hard to do that because mm -hmm. we all think we're working from like our what we have now uh, and then the zooming back in is like okay so i have this vision a back to today what do i need to do in this moment to like move towards that just the first step and it's this constant like zoom in zoom out zoom in zoom out and um it's uh it's the cool thing about it is like can change every it does change every moment mm -hmm. it's like this moment's going to be different than the few moments back yeah and i felt really held in that in that container and be able to do that at the retreat was because we went to uh, went to Essie's park in the mountains snowing yeah <laughs> kind of like we're you know we're in this area it's like i had no self-service <laughs> and that was a, a really good time to be able to zoom out and like what is the vision and you did an amazing job with um setting we did a visualization at the start of the retreat and i was like i don't really know again i don't really know why i'm here and yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to learn i'm here yeah to and then um that yeah that, that that visualization set the tone for the entire weekend and throughout the program there's also visualizations that that do that that same thing so it's like being in that space really allowed everybody to zoom out and be like where do we want to go and like what do we want to do and what what limiting belief is in the way of us doing that yes. and that process can be repeated so many times with different things and um yeah it was like a perfect amount of time to be able to zoom out analyze what is it that i want and have the support around you for people to like help you with those actions of like well okay cool we just did this big picture we're up here in the sky yeah <laughs> now you're about to go back into reality yep. things are going to be different you're like what do you mean it's going to be different? <laughs> and they were. I literally left and I had a call immediately and it just turned everything upside down. I'm like, I was in such a good state breath work. Uh -huh. And, like, <laughs> uh -huh. and uh, yeah, so I, I enjoy the retreat for that. Aspect. Yeah. It's really allowed me to do that. Yeah. And give me that tool to do it. Yeah. It's, it's like, the same reason why it's so beneficial is also the same reason why it's so um, it's such like a rocky process coming back is because we literally take you out of your life mm -hmm. in all senses of the word, which allows for massive expansion. But then when you go back to the, it, it's almost like the who you were before you came there there's likely going to be a pretty big gap between the massive expansion of who you dream of being vision of being and who you are today. And that's okay. That's what, like what we try, like we try to set those like 
expectations so deeply, like over and over again, like, like it's got, it's not going to be perfect. And, and, and yet it's, it's always abrasive because when you come back, I imagine you had so much more awareness of all of the details that were out of alignment. Mm-hmm. You get you such more subtle too. You get the subtle details of what's out of alignment, not just the gross ones. Mm-hmm. And like the communication, like that the world has, various <laughs> like uh, a really container. Like where we learned, we did we practice a lot of nonviolent communication uh-huh. and being clear of what our needs and wants. And being able to go back into society and see other people's needs and wants, because that was, that was the, the disconnect is like, they're saying one thing, but what do they really mean? Yeah. And I noticed that when I came back, I had a better idea of what it was that they really needed or wanted. And I could help, help facilitate that and ask questions and prompt, are you, are you upset with me? Yeah. Or like, are yeah. you upset? Not with me, but are you yeah. upset in general? Like, and, um, yeah, it's like, it's like communication was another big takeaway from not just the, the in-person event, but the entire 90-day experience and be able to clearly communicate what's alive inside of me uh-huh. so that I can relate to somebody else. Yeah, it's so powerful. I mean, I, I think it's like a universal desire to like relate on a deep level, to connect on a deep, deep level. And uh, the more you do this work, the more you practice it, uh, like gives you access to like levels of connection that most people aren't experiencing right now. This like surface level mm-hmm. hiding what they're really feeling, like all this, creating all these stories. And um, it's, I think one, one of the reasons why we're here as humans is to like connect deeply and intimately mm-hmm. and like learn through that process without without the use of i mean mainstream culture is like alcohol yeah it's like oh if we use alcohol i can break this ball down and it's like that's not that's not a healthy way to yeah. to communicate like oh we have a hard conversation let's get a few drinks like yeah like well is that really gonna help us uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. and then oftentimes when alcohol is involved it becomes like this this trauma bonding instead of like clearly asking for support you know it's like oh these are all the things that are wrong yeah oh, i feel you it's like, well, how can I support you? How can I get you to where uh-huh. you want to be? And I think that's where a lot of communication uh, is lacking. Is like, how can we support the people around us and ask for support and know that we can't do it alone? Yeah, yeah, that's a fun story. <laughs> do you have that story too? The do it alone story? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody can do it as good as I yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the best at this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. It's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Nobody can do it like me because only I can do it like me. But it doesn't yeah. mean that my way is better. Right. You know? Right. Oh, yeah, man. That that like being right story, being right about everything, being the best, at everything. Oh, that holds you back from a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, it totally does in yeah. so many ways. In relationships, business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And, um, you know, I, I find that I see myself now, this is one thing I'm realizing more recently is I'm seeing myself now really appreciate individuals for their unique gifts more so than I ever have before. Mm. Like really, truly, uh, like even on a really subtle level, like the way people are in the world, like are very different. Mm -hmm. People are not the same. Like we're trying to make everyone the same. Like 
we have these beautiful, unique gifts. Mm-hmm. And like, I've started like really seeing people deeply for them. That, that's been like a really, these, especially these last few months. I don't know. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. I definitely have the, in the past, the tendency to want to like rank people, you know, like you yeah. walk into a room, like, yeah, I'm alpha. You know? Yeah. 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 That's real. Yeah. <laughs> Instead uh-huh. of like you just said of like, okay, this person maybe doesn't want to be the center of attention. I bet you they have, and, 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 and acknowledging the beauty that they do have in other ways. Like I really, really like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really like that. Beautiful. Um, anything else? Any other big shifts for you? Um, you know, curiosity and has always been a big driver for me and just like always wanting to know why or ask questions. And I definitely have stepped into that to a different level since starting, whether that's travel, um, yeah, travel, just being around different people and like networking. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious. So Mm -hmm. I'd say I've stepped into that a lot more. It's just like surrounding myself with people that I'm curious about. And not feeling like shy to do so, whether that's like sending a random message or just like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that's such a great quality. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally the foundation of what we do. It's just like, get curious about what's going on. Get curious, uh, no ask questions. Yeah. Learn and take with it what you want. Like, I don't, you know, I may be curious about like somebody, maybe they, they practice some sort of spiritual practice and it may, it may not be for me, but I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I can take from that something that mm-hmm. I can apply to my life or I can choose nothing. And yeah. That's cool too. That's like, cool too. Cool. Thank you so that's much for sharing. And it's very interesting. Yeah. I find that when you're, when you're open and you're receiving all this, you're able to actually take in the data of what people are giving you. Cause we all have these unique perspectives, right? We have seven and a half billion people on the planet somewhere around there it's yeah, so many wild and that's seven and a half billion different perspectives and so like if you're actually receive like when you connect with someone and you actually receive what you're saying you can then take it in and then keep what you like and then discard what you don't like and then that makes you a more complete human you've just taken on one more perspective than you didn't have before mm. but when you're closed you people are sharing with you and it's just bouncing right off you're not taking in any of it so you're just staying in your one perspective always mm-hmm. yeah i noticed i used to this was actually a really uh, i don't know if i shared this with you but papa scott had we had small groups and he was my small group leader one of the actions that he had given me for for the week was I had the tendency to label things as good or bad or uh-huh. right and wrong. And like, I was, you know, I was more closed off and I wanted to be more expansive. So he had me buy a label gun like off Amazon and he had me label everything in my room. And he's like, just notice as you label for like an hour, <laughs> how silly it is to label everything. I'm like, this is really silly. Uh-huh. I was dancing by the end of it. I labeled my dog. Like, I labeled everything. <laughs> and it was so silly and uh, i i I enjoyed it wow step two to that and i didn't do that this one resonates even more is um have a roommate or or your friend put something in a box tape up a box and then you label the box of all the things that you think could be inside the box (laughs) and then when you open it up most more than likely nothing nothing yeah the box Uh (laughs) uh-huh So I had a, a great. great appreciation for that. And that's another uh, big shift I had was just like being open and, and 
nothing's really good or bad, really. I mean, you know, maybe some things are evil, but for the most part, being open to things are just different. Yeah. Yeah, because even like with most things, it's it's just when the, within the context of what's good for you, not just universally good. Like, like oh, this truck that it actually happens to be good for both of us. Both of the same truck. I was like, this truck is good for me, but it may not be good for this friend. They may want to drive a Tesla or they want to whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. a very surface example, but beautiful. Um, any any anything else? Anything else you want to share? No, I'm feeling pretty complete. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I like to ask, um, what are some of the most impactful affirmations that you've been using over the last year that have really shifted some of those core limiting beliefs? Mm, Yeah, definitely. I attract opportunities because that was going um, where I used to think I had to create and build. It was like Mm -hmm. the attraction. And I even uh, did the same one for I attract love, because mm-hmm. I'm you know I, I want I'm I'm seeking partnership. At yeah. Mm-hmm. So, both of those the attraction felt really good to write down, mm-hmm. felt much more expansive and yeah. easier than creating. Like, because mm-hmm. at first I think I was like I'm going to build a community or I'm going to create a community. I'm like oh create, yeah. <laughs> oh, I create a community. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to attract, attract it. So that was a big one. I'm proud of myself. It's a big one because it goes back to the limiting belief of I have to be successful to be loved. Mm-hmm. So that one came came from that. And um, I'm relaxed was another really good one. Mm-hmm. So I had the tendency again to to work early in the morning. So I was like, I'm relaxed. I can chill. And uh, more than anything is to be able to supercharge that with like a breath. So being able to say it and then and really feel that, like, what does it feel like to feel relaxed, to, to feel like to attract opportunities? Um, yeah, and even, even the one that was like, I am in love. And to realize I didn't need to have a partner to be in love. Yes. I can be in love. And I can share that with a partner. And that was a, that one when I when I said it, like just get tangling, like, oh yeah, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a big one for a lot of people. And it's uh yeah, it loves the state. It's not something to be owned, to be given, mm-hmm. to be even received. It's it it can't be transacted. It's just a place to come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like everything else whatever you are is what you attract mm-hmm. when you live in that state of love love just surrounds you powerful vibration mm-hmm. yeah it's much much preferred <laughs> yeah much much preferred much preferred i uh I, I just got this hit i'll send you uh i i recorded like a 25 minute uh meditation for manifesting your partner that i used to manifest mine oh, so please yeah I love that. I <laughs> yeah love for that. sure mm-hmm. awesome and and lastly uh what advice would you have for someone that um is curious about 
improving their life or maybe they find themselves stuck in some way or seeking more? Is there any advice that you would give to that person or to maybe the person you were a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with people that are in the, in the vibration, in the energy, in the frequency, all the cool things yeah. <laughs> who are, uh, who are, are what you want to be, yeah. around, be around them. And man, I used to read so many personal development books mm-hmm. and uh, they're great. They're just the tip of the iceberg though. And, yeah. Like, to really pull the root and like create, you need to be around people, whether that means you do a retreat, whether that means you do some sort of container or program like training camp for the soul, which I recommend. It's great. Um, it's just, yeah, you, you need to be around a group of people and be put through some sort of uh, process or I don't know if process is the right word, but experience to where, yeah, you have the ability to really look at what's going on and have some action steps of how to get to where you're going to be. Books are great, but they're just not many people are going to make that change their life from reading personal development books. It's it's just like, I mean, similar in some ways to some, some talk therapy in in my experience Mm -hmm. is um, yeah. You're not really getting, you're not pulling the root. Yeah, it's, I, I really see it as this, this game of levels and like, who knows how many levels there are, but like a book might get you down one level to like awareness and then maybe talking through it might get you down a level and then maybe journaling through it might get you down a level, but then you just, there's, there's more and more tools to keep going in the levels. And then once you start learning and embody those tools, you can continuously apply them to like take it down even further because our intention is always to get to the root and pull it out but like you and I both know is like it can still come up but it's not this like big powerful like strong root that's like attached to everything in our life it's just like oh there's like a little little weed popping up here Boop, just <laughs> with two fingers pull it out mm-hmm. and so um and that's that's how I think of it and so if if people are at this place to where they feel stagnant at the level that they're at, I always say like, just know that there's more tools that you can keep going. Mm -hmm. And just like anything, if you, if you keep doing the same thing and expect to get a different result, you're likely going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, making a change. And for some people that's, jumping into a community that's doing a program going to a retreat for some people that's just traveling the world mm-hmm. and like expanding their their mind for some people that's diving deep into a meditation practice um and so finding the the fit for you i think is really really important um and also like just know there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of models out there that work just select the one that resonates with you mm. We, we go through that all the time with many clients and, and they're um, in, in their hearts, they, they want to be like, I'm thinking of one particular example, she deeply wanted to be a mother and her partner, they wanted to have babies, but her mind was telling her she needed to be this like business woman in this like image of it. And so she was hiring all these business coaches to make her this business woman, but in her heart, she just wanted to be a mother. Mm. And so she's like doing these programs that are, are literally giving her the thing that she's saying she wants, but it's in an argument with what her heart wanted. 
And so that's why I say is like, find the program that resonates with your heart that like you really need at this season of your life and uh, trust that that's going to continue showing up if you follow your heart, the right people, the right experiences. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, well, Matt, uh, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. This is a great conversation. Fun, yeah. <laughs> I, I really absolutely love doing this. And um, I actually loved hearing uh, your story and a lot of the changes and shifts you've made. And um, I know I was in it. I was in it with you when it was happening, but yeah. we, we hadn't really caught up much since uh, since that point. So thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. No, thanks for providing this space and container for me to, to learn, develop, and uh, yeah, reflect as well. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And if I can offer a reflection, just even being here with you now in this interaction, you are so much more present, calm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, and you feel a sense of like internal satisfaction or fulfillment with just this moment mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. whereas I think, uh, it, the reflection of you that I would have said is like, you were always trying to get somewhere when I remember it was like always like the what's next or something like that. It was like, you weren't satisfied with now and you just feel so like present and fulfilled with now. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cause I still have that voice. That's like, that says that sometimes what you just said, mm -hmm. I'm like, what's the next thing? Yeah. And um, yeah. So it's, it's good to feel and hear that reflected that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening to this episode with Matt and myself. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening for the last hour. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, share it with a friend. Um, and uh, yeah, continue listening to the rest of our stories with uh, our client successes, challenges, and uh, transformations. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of the Training Camp for the Soul podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share it. And if you'd love to thank us, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And to learn more about Training Camp for the Soul and the work that we do, go to trainingcampforthesoul.com where you can get some free resources, learn about our online programs and in-person retreats. And lastly, follow us on Instagram at Training Camp for the Soul for some inspiring and life-changing content.